Hey there, this is Peter Price on the campus of Huntington University, and you're listening to Rooted. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us by searching Forrester Radio Rooted. And you can also catch Rooted every Thursday evening at 7 on 105.5 WQHU. And as always, you can stream Forrester Radio anytime, anywhere on ForresterRadio.com. Well, I'm here with Bailey Testerman, the RA of Rauschfurst yep. here at Huntington University. And Bailey, oh... Uh, I know I know you pretty well. Me and you are friends. Mm-hmm, but yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I am a sophomore film production major. Um, as Peter said, I'm the RA on Roush First, but I am also a member of the DMA marketing team that um, puts out DMA Days every week, um, a little web series um, that kind of lets people know what's going on in the DMA department at, at all times. Um, I'm also a worker in the um, Equipment Center in Becker, and um, I think that that mostly is like what I'm involved in here at HU. So well, There you go. Now, the people who might not know you... Uh, you you are on the shorter end of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, not to try sound rude, but like, has that ever been like, have people harassed you about that? Has it been like, have you been like, is bullying a problem with it? Yeah, for sure. So I am four nine. Um, my parents, my dad is five four, and my mom's five two. So I think I was always kind of destined to be on the shorter side. However, I am by far the shortest of our family. Um, and I am the shortest in most of my classes here, but also like I was the shortest in my classes when I went to public school and elementary school and stuff. Um, and so I, I became homeschooled, um, in fifth grade and the bullying like definitely subsided from there on out. But when I was in public school, um, I remember like being on the intramural basketball team and, um, I, I thought I was good. Like, I thought I was a decent basketball player. And my dad, my dad thought so, too. My dad's a big basketball fan. Um, but, like, one of the girls on our team, she was actually the coach's daughter, which kind of was an interesting dynamic. But um, I would be on offense, and I would be, like, headed toward the basket, you know, to score for our team. And every single time, she would swoop in, and she would be on defense even some of these times. She would swoop in and take the ball from my hand instead of like allowing me to pass it to her and as she like took it from me she would be like I'll take it from here shrimp and like I just remember being really upset um at those types of things because I think height does not define talent does not define skill um and so so yeah there were definitely there were definitely several situations like that throughout my younger years um where where I, I guess I was harassed and and called called names, you know, picked on and stuff. Um, basically, like p- other people just always made my height a bigger deal than what it was to me. Yeah. Um, but like with that kind of bullying, mm-hmm. uh, with that kind of harassment, uh, ha- what what kind of things did it do to you personally? Like, did it bring you down? Because I know you and you're a fairly a positive person but like mm-hmm. would this, this would this did this bring you down yeah I'm like I'm not a quitter at all like I'm a I'm a relatively driven person for the most part and yet um because of that 
like one situation specifically you know speaking of like the basketball team I quit the basketball team two games before we went to state because like the bullying just got so bad um like I remember practicing for the state game and uh, that one girl who and I still can't even believe that like the coach let her do that especially because it was his daughter but um she like swooped in took the ball from me and she actually threw it at the back of my head and it bounced off the back of my head and like she caught it again and then scored the the ball uh a goal or not a goal <laughs> a basket she's you know she scored for our team um even though it was just like a practice game and I like I had a migraine for the rest of the day and um I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, and it was just it was really it was definitely a hurtful experience and 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 after that practice, I went home and I told my parents, I have to quit. Like I can't I can't be on this team anymore. And my parents tried to convince me not to do that and they called the coach about it and the coach um was, you know, he was apologetic, but he hadn't he didn't do anything. He didn't step up for me while we were actually practicing, while we were actually playing games. And so my pride and like or my confidence more than anything was just um it, that definitely took a toll on my confidence, and I, I quit basketball because of that, and I haven't played since. So, just stuff like that. Um, it was it was definitely difficult to go through, um, and then also more recently, um, I started a business, um, a wedding videography business, when I was fourteen, and you know, as a kid, you're just kind of naive enough to think this is gonna work. There's no reason why this shouldn't yeah. work, um, even though starting. <laughs> wedding business <laughs> at, at 14 like that's a little crazy um but I I guess I was just naive enough to not think of it as crazy and so I just kind of went with it but there were a lot of people who questioned me toward the beginning um thinking that I was like even younger than 14 thinking I was like nine or ten um and not trusting me at all and um even now, now that I've been doing that for five years and I, I've put a portfolio together and stuff, people are still apprehensive to hire me. Um, they know my age. They know I'm 20 years old. And yet I look like a child. And so there's some apprehension there. I think they think I would be more capable if I was taller. And and that's a shame because, like I already said, I, I don't think height has much to do with skill. So, With, with uh, your job and everything, do you think like uh... – with people hearing about, or just, do you think, like, conversations happen where it's like, oh, did you hear about this kid who's doing uh, uh, video stuff and, or mm-hmm. wedding stuff instead of just, like, oh, this is uh, a 20-year-old. Right. Who, like, do you think uh, yeah. like that goes around? Yeah, I'm referred to as a child a lot more than I would like to be referred to as a child, I guess. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a part of it. Um but for me, like, I, I, I've already stated that I'm pretty driven, and um, that definitely drives me to be even better, to prove myself even more. That, like, hey, I am young, um, but the Bible says that we shouldn't look down on people because they are young. And that's definitely something that I've taken to heart. And in the same way, I don't think people should look down on me just because I'm short. They're obviously going to have to look down on me in one way, like physically, literally <laughs> look down on me. Fair but I, I don't want them to think less of me because of my size. Um, so has, um, with the, like, the middle school harassment and mm-hmm. stuff like that, yeah. did, did it affect you in other ways, like, 
was the bullying did the bullying just stop on the was it just stopped on the court or mm-hmm. was it around others were other people talking what yeah what? like there were like you know people follow and so this this one girl who had established herself as a leader on the team, especially because she was the coach's daughter, she was a leader and other people followed her. And so whatever she did to me, other people kind of started to do as well. And like I could tell that um, that they didn't want to. They didn't want to be mean to me and they knew what they were doing was wrong. But peer pressure is like a really powerful thing. And so they just kind of fell into this and it became like a ripple effect. One person did it and the next person did it. And and before I knew it, I really didn't have many friends on the team. Um, and so there was no reason for me to stay. Um, with, every, with everything we've talked about, uh, you use the words like picking on and, mm-hmm. har- and we use harassing and some. What, what do you think draws the line from just normal picking on, having a good time, from actual bullying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's a great question. I think, like, sarcasm. You have to be fragile, like, or gentle, I should say, um, in your usage of sarcasm when you are dealing with someone who is different than you, you know? Um, physically, mentally, you know? Um, if, if they're different than you and maybe you don't understand where they are at in life, what they deal with on a daily basis, I think... Um, you have to be very careful with how you use sarcasm. Um, and so I know that the girls on the basketball team, a lot of what they said were just jokes and they were just trying to be funny and trying to be sarcastic. Um, but it's not funny to the person who's on the other end of the jokes. And um, to those like listening that maybe they've had jokes said about them, uh, I would just say that your feelings are valid. And a lot of people might tell you, oh, come on, it's a joke. You know, just take it. It's funny. And, um, like, I would, just, I would just tell you that if you feel in your heart that you're hurt by it, then it's not a joke and it's okay to be hurt. Um, and also, like, eventually, I've, I've eventually gotten to the place where, like, I – you 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 develop a tough skin and you start to realize you start to be able to filter like what is actually said in love and like what actually is just kind of like a loving joke and um what's actually said to be a jab like to get under your skin and stuff so you can kind of like start to filter out that that different those different things but um but yeah you I think laughing at yourself is imperative too. you can like I definitely I make I make so many short jokes on a daily basis um and I can because I am short you know so there's there's an advantage there and I think um as you grow up you you learn to appreciate it and you also learn to stand up for yourself so if someone does cross a line um and just goes too far then um then I'll just I'll just politely tell them. I try not to like, you know, like like maybe I feel humiliated by something that they've said. And so I try not to humiliate them in my confrontation. So I will pull them aside. Like if we're in a group, I will pull them aside and tell them that I was hurt by that versus like um, ripping them apart in front of other people. Because in a situation like that, I want to be the bigger person. Uh, not literally, but, <laughs> you know, I want to be I want to be um, just 
as as mature and as understanding as possible while still letting them know how I feel. Now, now I know, like I know, per, uh, that kind of stuff can be uh, really hard being the bigger person and everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like, how if someone was like they're right in the middle of all this, they mm-hmm. just uh, but they've tried to be the bigger person, it just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Um, would what words of wisdom, advice, mm-hmm. uh, encouragement, what kind of things would you tell that person? Um, I think age. Like, it depends on on one's age. But for me, like, when I really dealt with, like, actual bullying, um, I was young. And I just didn't have, like, I, I wasn't equipped with um, the skills that I needed in order to, to handle those situations. And so I went to my parents. And um, I don't feel like anyone should be considered weak for going to their parents about a situation like that because our parents you know were given to us for a reason and they have wisdom far beyond our wisdom and um so my parents were like you know obviously they questioned the decision to quit you know they wanted to make sure that I was quitting for the right reasons and that I wasn't just giving up um so your might your parents might push back a little bit but ultimately your parents are going to be on your side and so I think that that's really important and then also so you know now I'm in college and uh my parents are three hours away. So what do I do now if I um, if I feel picked on or whatever? Uh, my roommate. <laughs> my roommate is a great source. Um, if you know Sharice Wingo, you know that Sharice, she's going to stand up for me. Um, and so so my roommate stands up for me, and I try to stand up for her. Um, my roommate is African-American, and she definitely receives some harassment for that aspect of her. And... Um, you know, I try to stand up for her in that regard, and she, she tries to stand up for me when I'm picked on because I am short. So so it's a two-way street, and I think just, like, knowing that the people around you love you and are there to support you, like, please, 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 please believe that because it's true. Well, thank you so much, Bailey. With all, Those are some great words of wisdom. <laughs> thank um, you. But thank you so much for joining us mm-hmm. here on Rooted. It was. It's been a blast talking to you, and it was a lot of fun just to hear all these stories and listen yeah. to listen to all this. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, and I hope like I hope everyone knows um, that Jesus made you the way you are, and He loves you the way you are. And um, so, if you get anything out of this, I hope that's what you get out of it. So, thank you so much for having me, Peter. Over the air in Huntington or anytime, anywhere at ForresterRadio.com. Stay rooted, H.U.